0: Hi, welcome to Cycling Talk podcast with me, George Mahoney. Thank you to everybody that's been following us on social media. You can find my podcast on Instagram and Facebook at cycling.talk.podcast and on Twitter at cycling underscore talk. If you enjoyed this podcast or any of my other podcasts, then please share with your friends. And you can find my podcast on Spotify, ACAST, Apple Podcasts, my Buzzsprout website and all the usual podcast places. Today I am joined by track and road rider, Pfeiffer Georgie. Thank you for joining me today Pfeiffer. Thank you for having
1: me, I'm excited to talk to you.
0: Can you tell me one of your first memories of being on a bike?
1: Yeah, so I used to live um, in London in Hill, and yeah, one of the clearest memories I have was I was four years old I think and uh, I live like two minutes away from her velodrome so I went there for yeah like a training session and I got on my track bike and I remember halfway around the track I started to get a bit tired so I stopped pedaling and I kind of flipped over my bike yeah. and crashed <laughs> and <laughs> cut on myself and yeah but that didn't stop me I still wanted to get back up and try it again and yeah I think that's kind of the first memory I have
0: I've actually been there before, and, it, and it's a really cool velodrome. I, I yeah. think it's it's really iconic. I like it.
1: Yeah, definitely. And now it's been resurfaced, so it's kind of an all weather track. Mm. And yeah. I've actually done quite a bit of racing there since then. And mm. yeah, it's always nice to go
0: back to kind of where I grew up. So, did you join a local club or team?
1: Yeah. So um, when I was about five, I, we moved to near Bristol. And uh, my first club was Mid-Devon CC um, and yeah so my dad used to ride for them and yeah that was the first club I was with them for quite a few years actually.
0: And what sort of riding were you doing was it just track? Um, actually for most
1: of yeah my kind of when I was in primary and secondary school I did mostly road and then I think um, when I, yeah maybe 11 or 12 I started doing the track a bit more in Newport um because that's only yeah 45 minutes from my house so I started doing kind of track league and SQT in the evenings after school and then from then on it was yeah kind of road and track equally.
0: Were you doing a lot of riding with your dad?
1: Yeah so yeah I come from kind of a a complete cycling family so my brother my mum my granddad dad everyone cycles so it was kind of like a at weekends it would just be a family thing we'd all go out Mm -hmm. together and go to the cafe and yeah just kind of ride together so yeah I've always ridden with my dad and my brother especially.
0: Do you remember your first race?
1: Yes I think I do so I think I was six and at Castle Coombe and I remember I had like a little grey mountain bike and I think I was wearing my pink Crocs because I forgot my trainers and so I had to just like clip-ins with my Crocs and I remember I stopped halfway round because my gears weren't working and yeah <laughs> I just remember it being quite eventful but I yeah we went back every Thursday for oh I don't know 10 years maybe.
0: <laughs> I've raced at Castle King before when they have the Easter race and that's quite a big yeah and it's it's pretty cool place to have your first race at (laughs) yeah so
1: yeah that's not far from my house actually and yeah I always did the Easter Easter classic as well Mm. and yeah and it was kind of fun because every Thursday like all of us youths would race together and then we'd go and play football or do something in, in the trees and everything afterwards so it was just kind of like nice to hang out with everyone
0: and do you remember the first bike that you were really excited about?
1: I remember I had a pink T-Mobile and I think I just was excited because it was pink and I was <laughs> going through a phase <laughs> where I liked pink. And yeah, I remember I had that for quite a few years.
0: And did you do any other sports when you were growing up?
1: Yeah, so uh, I've always done ballet since I was three. Um, until I was 15 I think and then cycling started to get a bit more serious and with Mm -hmm. school and everything Um, and so I stopped that yeah 15 or 16 I think and I also at school I did um, just like trying out all different sports like cross country and netball and trampolining I was always very like active and wanting to try different things
0: do you think the ballet sort of helped you with your riding?
1: Yeah, I'm sure actually because of the stretching is of obviously important to be flexible on the bike and also the core and just kind of general fitness and strength it comes I think it yeah it did help me.
0: And how did you manage your training and racing around your education?
1: Yeah, I would say that's yeah, it was quite hard. I remember it being a lot of work. Um especially GCSEs, I think I found that harder than A-levels because when I was in sixth form, yeah, I wasn't at school all the time, so I could train during the day sometimes. But, yeah, in secondary school, you have to do 9 till 3.30, and then I was always training in the dark. So I think um, it was just getting that balance, and if ever I was getting too tired or something, I'd just make sure that I had enough days off, and I was telling my coach that yeah I'm maybe a bit stressed about the exams or something and I needed a break so I think I kind of always made sure that school was I think yeah maybe a priority because yeah to me it was really important to yeah do get my education done and not solely focus on cycling.
0: Did you do art as an A level? I did it at
1: GCSE and I wish I took it at A level <laughs> because I really love art yeah and just yeah now I just do drawing for fun and yeah it's something that I find really relaxing and just yeah I like to do it in my spare time
0: I've seen your art on your Instagram it's really cool oh thanks (laughs)
1: yeah I've been trying out different things I tried drawing some yeah animals which I'm really liking like a cat and yeah and I tried a few cycling pictures but I think I need a bit more practice Mm -hmm. because they're a bit harder (laughs) but yeah it's nice
0: When did you start travelling to races and who was supporting you? So, yeah, I think uh,
1: maybe under 14 or under 16, I started doing um, national races. And then it was my mum and dad driving me, me and my brother, yeah, driving us up and down the country to Scotland or London or wherever. And I think not until I was a junior that I started going abroad with British cycling um, to like Belgium or Holland for yeah road and track
0: racing does your brother still race now
1: no he stopped I think two years ago um he still cycles with me sometimes yeah we still have little races and sprints (laughs) but he doesn't train uh yeah he he doesn't race competitively just rides for fun at the moment
0: what disciplines were you doing then yeah so mainly just
1: road and track Mm. Uh, I never actually tried cyclocross and had some bad experiences with mountain biking, (laughs) some crashes, but I yeah mainly just rode and track.
0: So what sort of training were you doing then?
1: Then my dad was actually my coach and uh, I think maybe i do around 10 hours a week at most Mm. and uh, usually on a Tuesday or Thursday I'd go to Newport Velodrome for a track session Um on a Saturday I do like the club run with the local club. And then yeah, in the week maybe just some shorter rides after school or a turbo session.
0: So what sort of traveling were you doing to get to the track? Yeah, so
1: for Newport it was only about 45 minutes away. Mm -hmm. Um so it wasn't too bad, but sometimes it you get back quite late because if racing or training finishes at 9 or 10 pm and then you don't get back till gone 11 and then having to get up to school the next day yeah <laughs> be a bit tiring yeah
0: <laughs> when did you realize that you were a good cyclist and that you could make a career out of it
1: oh I don't know not that long ago
0: <laughs> maybe
1: oh maybe end of junior when I started talking to Sunweb um, I thought oh yeah maybe maybe I could do this um yeah. Yeah, up until then, I just kind of done it because I liked it. And yeah, I never, I always like, had a dream that to be a professional cyclist and do well, but I never, I don't know, I never thought about it too much or that it was necessarily going to happen.
0: <laughs> so, do you remember your first national race? I think that would be in Solihull.
1: I think maybe I was under 12 or under 14. And I just remember being so nervous because this was the first time that I'd been with yeah, people from all over the country. And yeah, I didn't do the best. And I just, yeah, it was a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a scary situation uh, being in the bunch because it was like a boys and girls together event. Oh. Um, but yeah, I think that was the first one.
0: And do you remember your first international race?
1: Oh, yes. That, I think that would be Assen I went twice um, when I was 14 or 15 yeah so we went there I went with my family and we stayed in the campsite so it was like a week of racing in Holland and yeah the first year didn't go so great and then the second year actually went a bit better and I started to enjoy it a bit more and it is kind of Mm -hmm. a completely different style of racing because we had cobbles and yeah, everyone's kind of at different levels so yeah. it was I remember it just being really hard racing.
0: <laughs> Can you tell me about being part of the GB Junior Academy? Yeah
1: I really like my time on Academy actually. Uh It was a really nice group of girls and we had some really yeah funny and really exciting trips to go into Belgium and Holland and we always had long bus journeys so Uh, I just remember it being a really good time and we'd always have uh, training camps like in Derby or Manchester or Newport so they would usually be about a week and yeah just I remember it being a lot of training but a a lot of fun as well. In
0: 2016 you were national champion on the road and in the Madison on the track. Can you tell me about some of these experiences?
1: Yeah so in 2016, we had a national champs at Hog Hill and uh, I'd won it in 2014. And so it was, we yeah, we'd gone back there two years later from nationals. And I remember being really nervous because I, I felt a bit of pressure <laughs> and the, yeah, the race I was kept trying to attack and it wasn't working out and it came down to, to a sprint. And uh, I just remember being so surprised that I'd won because I didn't think of, that I could win it in a sprint. And um, yeah, I still have this photo. It's actually my, um, on my laptop, it's on my back screen. It mm-hmm. was <laughs> still from that race. Um, and so, yeah, that was really nice. And then, yeah, the Madison was with um, Anna Doherty. And yeah, we rode so many Madisons together. We actually, yeah, had some really nice races. And we did, yeah, senior nationals together and youth nationals and junior nationals. And yeah, I think we were just a really good pairing. And we sometimes, yeah, we just had like a perfect race where we got everything right. And yeah, so Nationals is one of those times.
0: So obviously the Madison is really crazy when there's so many riders everywhere. How do you stay focused?
1: Yes, I think for me, I just kind of focus on my partner and just thinking of the process, what I need to do when I'm resting Kind of staying high, watching the lap board, looking at the scoreboard. There's quite a lot to think about, but I think if you just keep focused on what you have to do, then you don't get drawn into all the craziness. And yeah, if you just focus on your pair, then it it kind of it's not as bad as it looks. I think when you're in the race, because it looks a bit it looks really crazy when you watch it.
0: So how do you get chosen for track events?
1: For Like Track Europeans and Track Worlds, um, they were chosen from our camps that we did. So we do different kind of sessions in team pursuit and um, we do like practice bunch races and everything. And so the coach would kind of see how we all are and then selection would come from that. And we'd also, there were some races where the whole team would go to. So that was like an opportunity to kind of show yourself and yeah which races that you might be better at and then selection would kind of be based on that and also your training.
0: Did you ever get a bit nervous when there were the training sessions where you could be selected?
1: Yeah I'm always (laughs) I'm the kind of person that gets nervous for quite a lot so yeah even training sessions uh yeah I find nerve-wracking because there's yeah something up for grabs at the end but uh, I think also you have I had to remember that it's not one session that will decide the selection or, and even if you don't get selected, it's also not the end of the world. So it's kind of putting things into perspective, I think.
0: I'm the kind of person that gets nervous <laughs> and things like that as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what sort of skills do you need for certain events? On the track, I think,
1: yeah, it's really important to just have good control of your bike. And obviously it's, it's quite a technical discipline riding on the yeah just riding at that speed and that with all the people um on the road and in the TTs about cornering and descending at the moment we're like really focusing on our skills to try and bring it up level especially Mm -hmm. for kind of the races in Belgium where you've got the cobbles and gutters just being able to kind of bunny hop in and out and just yeah be able to be confident on yeah in the wet and on the corners and everything I think yeah technical part is really important
0: what has been one of your best moments on the track i think winning senior
1: national madison champs with anna because yeah we neither us neither of us expected it at all and it was such a close race and i think it came down to the final sprint and we only won by one or two points so it was so yeah so tight and it was such a hard race that it was just like yeah really exciting afterwards
0: I've been to the track world champs and the atmosphere is just amazing what's it like being in the middle of the track when everything is going on
1: yeah it's pretty crazy where everyone's uh yeah it's such a small space and you've got every nation in there in their little pens and everyone's kind of excited and nervous and trying to warm up and warm down. So I think you have to kind of block that out a bit and to kind of focus on your own race. Um, So for me, that's kind of listening to music and just kind of zoning out a bit. And then, but when I get on the boards, just having the crowds, I find that it really lifts me. And especially when we did team pursuit when everyone's cheering, I find that I get that extra burst of energy um and yeah I just yeah I love the atmosphere on the track
0: obviously in other disciplines when you're sort of warming up it's more private but you've got the whole like everybody that's there is watching you warming up even when they're watching the race they're still there (laughs) it must be a bit weird
1: yeah that's true it is yeah I think sometimes if you're lucky you can go under the track there's sometimes mm. a little corridor because yeah it also gets really hot in the center sometimes um but yeah if you're in there then everyone is watching and it, it is yeah it's definitely a different experience to warming up quietly on your own for a road yeah. race or something
0: do you ever hear the crowd when you're racing
1: yeah for me I do I don't hear any words I just hear like a roar <laughs> <laughs> if there's people are cheering or something but yeah uh I like yeah I like it
0: <laughs> do you find the pursuit scary with four people and you're all racing around together but yeah
1: for me the when I used to do team pursuit the kind of thing that I got most nervous about was maybe like letting the team down because it's mm-hmm. all together and yeah you're all trying your hardest but um but yeah I was always nervous I'd have a bad day or something would go wrong and yeah I didn't want to let the team down because we've all we'd all work so hard to get there. But then on the other hand, when you do succeed, uh, I find it so much nicer kind of celebrating as a team. Mm. Like when we did um, Junior Track Worlds and we got a bronze medal, I remember that being one of my highlights from Junior because that was something we'd worked for for so long. And yeah, it finally paid off.
0: So you also do time trials. Can you tell me about that?
1: Yeah, so uh, I've always done time trials yeah, since I was young, actually, I think eleven or twelve, I started doing the evening tens. Uh, yeah, near my house, so I'd kind of cycle down with my dad, and then I'd do it. And then when I got older, I'd also cycle home. And yeah, each each week, I'd look at my time and try and beat it for week on week. But it depended whether there was wind or rain or something. But yeah, I've always really liked doing it because it's just against yourself and. I found it a good way to push myself. I have a target to aim for.
0: So now do you sometimes use it as a training thing for your other disciplines?
1: Yeah, definitely. When I'm home, well, last year there wasn't so much actually, mm-hmm. but when I'm home I try to still use the time trials that are around for training. And yeah, even if it's just on my road bike, if I don't have a TT bike, I think the effort is always really good. And yeah, it's just a hard session. And I think it's really nice to be in my training.
0: And also you've had some great time trial results as well.
1: Yeah, uh, as a junior, yeah, I had some, I did, I was actually lucky enough to do the um, Worlds twice. Mm -hmm. So in my first and second year uh, in Bergen and then in Innsbruck. And yeah, I was fourth in Innsbruck. So I was just off the podium, which I was a bit disappointed about. But looking back, I think that's, yeah, it's still a nice accomplishment. And yeah, I had some some good races.
0: Oh, that's really cool. Well, yeah. <laughs> so you've obviously done a lot of travelling. How have you found being in lots of different countries?
1: Yeah, so I've travelled quite a lot in the last few years. And I think, yeah, the more I've done it, the more I get used to it, just... I've had some pretty long days and getting up early. I'm not the best at getting up early, but I've learned, <laughs> I've learned just to accept it. And yeah, I've learned to sleep on the flight. I basically sleep wherever I can. So I sleep on the flight, sleep on the bus, sleep in a car. And I think just and knowing to how to deal with my recovery after a travel day, that's something I've learned. Um, and just knowing that you're going to be a bit stiff the next day and just yeah doing a bit more stretching and making sure you've got food and your Mm -hmm. yeah maybe compression socks for the flight yeah so just like little tips that I've learned over doing it for so many years and just how to come out of it like a little bit less stiff and tired.
0: (laughs) How is the racing different in all the countries?
1: The biggest difference um, was when I first raced outside the UK Mm -hmm. and it's kind of the I don't know the different courses that you do um so like I said earlier about the cobbles um in Holland that's something I've never done and also racing against yeah people from different countries Yeah, I find I found that was different um a bit more competitive when you race internationally compared to nationally um so it just yeah I think it's a nice experience
0: how do you find spending a lot of time away from home? Yeah, so the last couple of years,
1: years um, I've been based in Holland during the season, so maybe I spend three or four months away from home at a time, and yeah, to start with, I find the first couple of weeks uh, are the hardest because you've just, you spent uh, quite a long period at home, so you're kind of used to have everything done from you, and now I'm in Holland, I've kind of had to grow up a bit and do all my cooking and cleaning, and uh, yeah, I think It's just something that comes with growing up, but I do miss my cats when I'm away.
0: What are the language barriers like when you're on training camps?
1: Yeah, so I'm actually lucky enough that, yeah, because I speak English and on training camps, the kind of rule is that you have to speak English at meetings or, yeah, at dinner or anything. So for me, it's fine because, yeah, all my teammates are really good at English, mm-hmm. so um, it's not too hard. And it's also really nice because, yeah, I get taught like little phrases and uh, I'm trying to learn French. So me and my French teammate, I always try and speak to her and <laughs> she, th- she finds it funny because I'm mm-hmm. not very good. Um, but yeah, it's really nice to have people all speaking different languages.
0: What do the different cultures bring to your team? yeah I think it's really nice that
1: yeah our team is pretty diverse We I think we have yeah in just in the women's team maybe nine or ten different nationalities uh-huh. so yeah um we have a lot of different countries and it's it's always nice because we hear stories from back home because we all have such different yeah like things like food different weather different mm-hmm. training areas so yeah it's nice to kind of be involved in kind of a bigger mix of people and just like learn about their experiences because obviously it's very different from like growing up for me in the UK um mm. yeah so it's it's really nice I think.
0: So you've ridden Tour de Yorkshire can you tell me about that?
1: Yeah so I think that's actually one of the, my the favourite races I've done and I did it when I was a junior and then I did it in my first year with Team Somewhere. And yeah, I remember the first year as a junior, I really had this focus that I was gonna go for the Queen of the Mountains jersey on the first stage because there was only one set of points. So I thought, oh, I'll just get in the break and uh, yeah, see what happens. And I managed to do that. And then that was really exciting. Um, And I got to wear a jersey and yeah, that was pretty cool. And then when I went back the next year, I just remember the weather was absolutely crazy. And we had hailstorms on the first ascent, and then rain, and then wind, and everything. And I just, yeah, I love the sort of course um, that Total Yorkshire has, the kind of terrain. And I think that really suits me as a rider. And yeah, I just remember being a really fun and really dramatic race.
0: What type of rider in the team do you see yourself in the future? I think
1: uh, I'll be more of a classics rider. So... At the moment, I have more of a support role and my, yeah, my main job is kind of in the flatter races or the classic races and part of the lead out. So in the kind of the end part of the lead out um, just before our sprinter and yeah, the kind of harder like, yeah, Belgian Dutch races Mm. with wind and rain. That's the sort of thing I love. (laughs) And yeah, that's what I hope to be in the future.
0: Can you tell me about your road season in 2017? Yeah, so one of my
1: highlights was winning the Junior gent Uh I remember it being a crazy race, and so it was the same day as the women, so we, I remember watching them while I was warming up and thinking, oh, that was pretty cool, and, yeah, the race itself was pretty crazy. Um, we're such a big bunch, actually, and we had one section of cobbles and, yeah, it did a lap around the city, and... Yeah. I remember being kind of nervous in the bunch and thinking, Oh my God, I don't want to be in the bunch for the sprint. So I thought on the last lap, I'll just give an attack a go and see if I can get away. And so that's what I did. And then I looked behind and then there was no one there and I just kept going as hard as I could to the line. And Mm -hmm. I was so surprised when I (laughs) managed to come across the line at first and I was, yeah, just in shock because I did not expect it at all and that was kind of the, one of the first big races that I'd done. And yeah, that was the biggest yeah, victory that I'd had.
0: So when did you join Team Sunweb and how did that happen?
1: Yeah, so I think actually after Gant oh. um the DS of Sunweb kind of noticed and uh, yeah, we, we had a bit of contact then. But it wasn't really until the next year when I was second year junior that we had a few more conversations and uh, I actually signed in September of that year for the 2019 season. So for when I made my first year in under-23, that's when, yeah, I started racing with them. And yeah, it was a really exciting opportunity, I think. And yeah, I remember being really nervous to meet everyone. But yeah, really grateful for the opportunity.
0: So this year, the team is called DSM. And the kit has changed from white to black. Has anything else changed? Yeah, so
1: we've got uh, Scott as our new bike sponsor. So we had Samelo the last few years. Um, and yeah, I think the biggest change is now having Scott as our new bikes. And also uh, a few different sponsors, like nutrition sponsor. We now have Sanas. Um, but the main team itself is kind of the same setup and... We still have our our place in Holland where we stay during the season. And yeah, the same general ethos as the team.
0: How was 2020 for you? Yeah, it started off good. Um, so I raced
1: <laughs> I raced in Australia in January. And so we had the Cadell Evans Road race and Tour Down Under. And yeah, we had some really good results. And uh Liana Lippert, my teammate, she won the Cadell Evans, so that was that was something working towards all winter um so that was really nice that it paid off um and then yeah I went on training camps and then kind of everything kicked in with corona Mm. and I went home for yeah quite a few months so I was training at home a lot and started doing a lot more hours um which was yeah actually really nice to kind of build up my training again because I'd had um yeah an in injury the year before so I didn't I missed out a bit of my winter so it was yeah good to ride again and just explore and just kind of yeah realize that yeah I do love my job and I'm really mm-hmm. lucky to be able to do it and yeah even though there was no racing there was I think yeah something bigger going on in the world and yeah I think we just all had to accept that that that's
0: just the way it was. You're currently recovering from fracturing two vertebrae. Can you tell me about that?
1: So that was a pretty horrible crash um, in the middle of the uh, the race in Depana. It was just a kind of flat crosswind um, day, and yeah, I don't I don't remember too much. I just remember coming round a roundabout and hitting the curb and mm. flying off my bike, and then I got hit in the back and then I got thrown into the ditch and yeah I just remember being in a lot of pain uh, getting dragged out of this ditch and yeah I had to spend a night in hospital but um yeah luckily yeah the recovery was quite a long painful process but yeah I've healed completely now and yeah the doctor said that yeah I was quite lucky because the fractures were stable And I had, like, a hole in my lung, but that healed itself completely. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, I think it was the worst crash I've had, but I'm all good now.
0: (laughs) And how did you find it mentally? I actually learned quite a lot
1: from my crash last year. I had um, a bad concussion, and it took me, like, I think, yeah, almost two months to recover from that. And then I was kind of putting too much pressure on myself to get back quickly and yeah every day I was kind of stressing that I wasn't better yet so this time around I just said to myself yeah it is what it is and (laughs) just take your time and yeah don't rush this is you need to just take care of your body because if you just keep trying to go on then it's not going to do yourself any favours so mentally this time actually was a lot better than last year because I'd already accepted that it was just going to be some time and just try to do things to take my mind off of yeah not being able to move and being in a neck brace
0: <laughs> so you've just got back from a training camp in Spain how was that
1: yeah really nice because I've been training on my own all winter so it was so nice to see all the girls again and actually ride in a group And, yeah, obviously we're all tested a lot of times before we go into our bubble. Um, So, yeah, it's like a safe environment. But, yeah, the training, really nice. And to be in some sunny, warm weather in January, (laughs) yeah, it was just a nice change, to be honest, from the rain and snow in the UK. (laughs)
0: And,
1: yeah, we got some nice hours done. And, yeah, just nice to be back with everyone.
0: And how is the team looking at the moment?
1: Yeah, I'm really good. I think we're all really, yeah, motivated for this year after, yeah, kind of a strange season last year. So um, everyone's working hard. We will come back to Holland. We're having another little camp um, here before we head back to Spain. Um, And yeah, I think we're all motivating each other just to train hard and try and get the best out of ourselves for when racing hopefully does start.
0: Um, What are your plans for 2021? Yeah, for me, I think uh, I just want to
1: keep progressing um, and kind of finding my role in the team and, yeah, the sort of races that I'm going to be the most helpful to the team. Um, And so, yeah, the kind of being a more important role in the lead out and in the classics races, also having maybe my own opportunity to go for a result in some of the smaller races. So... I think, and also, yeah, just keep developing as a rider because yeah, I'm still young. And I think just another year, just getting stronger and just learning, yeah, riding in the bunch and progressing my skill level and everything.
0: Do you have any long-term goals for the next few years?
1: Yeah, um, I think my, well, my career goal is to be road world champion. That's something I've always had in my head that I'd love to achieve. And also um, the Olympics. Mm. yeah to be able to go there that would be pretty cool
0: what about career goals on the track
1: yeah so uh the last few years i've kind of focused more on the road and yeah. I've done a bit less on track but i think that's definitely something in the future that might be yeah a really exciting opportunity now with the madison backing the olympics mm. i think that also road riders can yeah do well in that so i think in the future, that would be something that I'd yeah, really like to do and would be really exciting.
0: What sort of training are you currently doing?
1: Yeah, so at the moment, I'd, I'd say on average I do about 15 to 25 hours a week. Yeah, I don't love the turbo, so mostly it's all on the road. <laughs> um, even if it's raining, I'd still rather go out on the road. And yet, yeah, the most in a day, I do probably five or six hours. And then also I do, yeah, one or two gym sessions a week. And now I'm starting to build that up again after my crash. And yeah, a mix of kind of, at this time of year, it's more endurance. And then was, as the season starts, we'll kind of do a bit more intensity, getting yeah the final few percent ready for the racing.
0: How do you like to recover?
1: Yeah, for me, I eat a lot of food. So I think <laughs> the most important thing in recovery is, yeah, getting the right food and, yeah, just taking care of your stretching and compression socks or compression leggings, getting your feet up and just also mentally relaxing, just having mm-hmm. some time, doing something that I like. So for me, that's, yeah, maybe drawing or watching a nice film and just, yeah, at the end of the day, just switching off and because you can't be focused mm-hmm. and on all the time.
0: Do you have a favourite race that you've done?
1: Yeah, I think that would be Tour Yorkshire just because of how crazy it was. And yeah, I love dramatic weather and those sort of roads. That's always in my mind is one of the most fun races.
0: Is there a race that you would really like to do in the future? I think definitely the Women's Paru
1: Bay. That's, yeah, really amazing that we're going to have that for the first time this year. And I think that's yeah, a really exciting event to our calendar. Uh, addition to our calendar and yeah because it's such an iconic race and so brutal and yeah I think in the future that would be a race that could suit me well.
0: Yeah it must be really exciting for you as a road rider when all these new races are coming in and you know that there's going to be a lot more for you in your career.
1: Yeah definitely I think the way that women's cycling is progressing as well and just the level of, yeah, of the peloton. It just keeps continuing to go up each year. And yeah, it's really nice to have kind of our calendar evolving and yeah, new races like Roubaix um, Mm -hmm. are just really exciting. And I think we'll also bring in more crowds and yeah, that's only a good thing because women's racing is so exciting to watch, I think. And yeah, I think it's a really good addition.
0: Yeah, and obviously there's a lot more of the women's racing being shown on the TV as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, the more that can be on TV, the more, yeah, it's just going to benefit everyone.
0: So where do you like to ride for fun?
1: Yeah, so um, where I live, I yeah, I really love the area because I live near the Cotswolds. So it's really beautiful over there. And I'm also only uh, about an hour cycle away from Wales. So... I can do some of the really nice hilly rides there. Um, also, in the Forest of Dean is really really nice area to ride. So I think I've got yeah a nice a nice range of different routes and different terrains around where I live.
0: Do you like to ride on your own or with other people?
1: Oh, good question. It depends who. <laughs> I've been riding with my dad, <laughs> and yeah, sometimes I'd yeah it's, it's nice to have company I think when I'm with a team I, yeah I love riding with the group because it's just really mm. nice to catch up and chat but I'm also yeah fine sometimes just riding on my own just because it's for me it's my time to just like think and just yeah relax and yeah I, I do like both
0: uh who's your favorite current rider oh I think yeah
1: as I've grown up I've kind of um been inspired by a lot of riders like Lizzie Dignan and Mariana Voss and now it's kind of weird because I'm racing against them so Mm -hmm. I think yeah that's something that I found really yeah kind of nerve-wracking to start with that I was racing against my idols and yeah but I think that's really exciting to be able to do that Um, and so yeah I think Mariana Voss is kind of my yeah one of the people I've always looked up to
0: do you ever get starstruck when racing with them uh (laughs) embarrassingly yes when I was my first
1: year as the team but now I try not to because yeah I I feel like everyone has earned their place in the peloton and if I'm yeah being starstruck then I'm maybe like letting them into spaces but I think yeah everyone deserves their spot in there so you've just kind of Like get your elbows out and even if they are maybe one of your heroes you've just got to focus on your job and know that you yeah you have as much right for that space as they do.
0: Do you chat in the peloton on long rides? Uh,
1: Yeah so I do a lot of talking with our teammates we have our radios but they're not sometimes not the best hearing each other so we're always talking to each other and yeah saying how we're feeling and what we're going to do next, if anyone needs something from the car, needs something to eat. So, yeah, actually, we're talking all the time.
0: <laughs> Who's your favourite rider of all time? Oh, that is a tough one.
1: I think... Oh, I don't know.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think i just have to say Marina Vos, because I think, yeah, she's been so dominant for so many years and across Mm -hmm. so many different disciplines yeah I remember in Aston actually when I was the first year I raced I remember watching her win the London Olympics yeah that was pretty special
0: do you have any advice for young riders
1: yeah I think the most important thing is to just enjoy it and not put too much stress on yourself and yeah for me I know from some of my disappointments when I was younger I'd see if I did badly in a race, I think it was the end of the world and I'd be really upset. But now looking back, I'm just like, I wish I hadn't worried so much about it. And I think, yeah, for young riders, just enjoy the journey and yeah, enjoy racing and riding a bike and not stressing about results or thinking too much about the future. Because I think, yeah, if if that's something you want, that will come from just loving it.
0: So you've got five minutes before you head down to the start of a race. What's on your playlist to get you motivated?
1: Yeah, that's actually funny because we have yeah on our bus before the race. There's like one of the other girls has is um has a like the bus DJ. So she gets out her playlist and kind of everyone gives in a song, and then so we all have something we like. And for me. <laughs> kind of a mix I, I listen to kind of yeah maybe top 50 in the charts um or also maybe some slightly older music like the yeah the naughties or 2000 it's not that old but <laughs> um yeah like a nice little throwback song I quite like
0: thank you for joining me today Pfeiffer thank you very much for having me it was great chatting to Pfeiffer and learning more about her track riding and also being able to interview a young female professional road rider. I'm looking forward to seeing a lot more from her in the future, and hopefully more women's races will be televised. See you on the bike.